Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, and this week we have a guest interview show. So my guest is Zach Hesterberg. Zach is a Facebook advertising expert and public speaker. He runs a premium Facebook ad agency called So Zesty, as well as running two educational mentorship communities called the Six Week Ad Accelerator and the Marketing and Branding Academy. Zach, welcome to the show. Amy, thank you so much. It is an honor to be here. Thank you, Zach. So what did I miss from that intro? Fill in the gaps. <laughs> oh, I mean, not too, too much. Uh, personally, I am, uh, I'm 25 years old living out of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I get to travel a lot, go to a lot of conferences. But yeah, as far as Facebook ads go and my marketing experience, been doing it for a little over four years. I've uh, been running ads for, I mean, I've done over 25 different industries. I've worked with... Uh, with people's accounts that they're spending anywhere from $200 per month on ads all the way up to $365,000 per month on ads. So uh, I've seen budgets of all sizes. I've, I've worked with different industries, different um, different goals of, of their ads. So uh, that's, that's, you could say, I've pretty much specialized in the last four years. Yeah. And as you mentioned, 25. So have you, is it almost been the majority of your professional career, you have been absolutely focused on running your own business for starters and also Facebook ads? Yeah, 100%. Wow. <laughs> um, I've, I've been fortunate enough to never have to work a normal nine to five job. Uh, I started my business whenever I was in college, uh, kind of came across the opportunity going into my third year of school. And um, I, I went and got a client and I actually was playing division one volleyball uh, at a local university. And I quit the volleyball scholarship uh, because my client was paying me more than my scholarship was. <laughs> and uh, I was kind of doing the, the business part time out of the dorm room uh, up until the point that I graduated. And whenever I graduated, I, I had enough uh, revenue coming in that I was able to pursue this really full time and not have to go get a second job. Wow, that's amazing. It's quite a cool story there. <laughs> um, and we first met, uh, well, we met earlier this year at PodFest event in Orlando, didn't we, in March? And yes. we were kind of booth buddies in a way because we had our, our booths next to each other and we hit it off pretty well because we were doing coffee runs fairly quickly <laughs> on the first day, weren't we? <laughs> right. So it was definitely fun working with you there at PodFest. Um, but I, I remember having some fascinating conversations with you about Facebook. You told me some some really ninja tricks for Facebook ads. And I was so, so impressed with your knowledge. So I, I made a mental note. I definitely need to invite Zach onto this podcast to talk about Facebook. So um, what, is, what is it about Facebook and ads in particular? So Facebook ads that you think um, present such a, you know, know present such a great opportunity to, um, to business, especially the smaller businesses. Mm, right. Okay. So good question. Uh, first of all, I think it's one of the most powerful, uh, advertising platforms there, there is, uh, and never has been up until this point of 2019, uh, in, in September here. Um, it's, it's powerful for a couple different reasons. It's, it's powerful because not only can you get the targeting down. So for instance, maybe your audience is content creators and uh, people that maybe they are podcasters. Maybe they, 
they have a vlog or they're big in YouTube. Like you can target all of these people based off their behaviors, uh, as well as their age, their gender. You used to be able to target based off income, all mm. this good stuff. Um, but, and, and that's great. But the other thing that makes it so powerful is that you can test out like, I mean, really like every, you could set up an ad and 24 hours later, you can immediately see how this ad is performing. Uh, and you can have, typically you can have enough data to be able to figure out, Hey, do we need to turn this off? Do we need to turn something else on? Do we need to test out something else? So it's no longer like back in the day, whenever you would set up a billboard or whenever you uh, put a, uh, like a radio ad up or a commercial up on TV, you would have to let it run for 30 days or 60 days. And then you just kind of have to see like, Hey, how has our sales been impacted over the last couple of days or how, how have our sales been impacted over the last uh, couple months? And you just kind of have to guess and figure out, Hey, maybe this can be correlated. Now, the data that comes up from Facebook and the Instagram advertising is just on point. It shows you immediately where every single dollar goes, how many people are seeing it, but not only how many people are seeing it, it will also show you uh, if you have your sales funnel in place, it can show you how many dollars you're getting back for every dollar you put in. So it shows you immediate ROI, which okay. is, is huge for most business owners especially small business owners, because you don't have to spend a ton of money. You can literally just start off with $5 per day or $10 per day. And you don't have to be, you don't have to be spending a thousand a day. You could be spending that five or $10 per day and still be super effective. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you have a, you know, not the biggest budget, like you said, you can start small um, with lots of different tests. And then because the results are so fast coming back to you in terms of what is and isn't working, you can then start to put a bigger budget on what is working and just close down the things that aren't working as well, can't you? So it's, it's so, you can be so nimble and responsive with your marketing just based on, on results and then the targeting is is insane, isn't it? I mean, it, there's no other advertising platform like it for the ability to target who you want to get in front of. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And and we could talk about like super, super specific audiences that you can target. And uh, I'll, I'll be honest, like the real power in Facebook ads is not so much the cold audience that you're targeting. So sending your message out to someone that's never heard of you, it gets really powerful whenever you want to start retargeting them and really start nurturing the same people up with certain pieces of content and being able to pick and choose what each people are seeing uh, or what each person sees. And that's where it gets super powerful. But I'd, I'd be more than happy to share that later on. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so on the podcast, um, the focus is, you know, it's a content repurposing podcast. So, um, everyone who listens to the podcast tends to embrace content marketing and be a podcaster or create video content or blogs. A lot of people do live streaming as well, but most people have a regular form of, of long form content. And we're always looking then at ways that we can um, leverage all the time that went into creating that video or creating that podcast to make it go further. So what I'd love to to kind of dig into really is if you're a content marketer and you're creating long form content, let's say, let's say regular videos, a weekly video strategy, um, if that's best for you or podcast, whatever, but some regular content, how could we then start to repurpose that content using Facebook ads? 
Mm, great question. So uh, one of the best uh, ways to do this is a series of uh, what I would call retargeting. And um, I, I'm actually going to give an example for you uh, just to just to make it really easy because <laughs> I, I can be very techie. And so if I, uh, if I don't give an example, it, it might sound like some crazy thing. But um, okay, so for an example, um, you can let's just say that you have a 15 minute long Facebook live that you create, or, or maybe it's not even a Facebook live. Maybe it's just a, just a general 15 minute long video that you would like to post on Facebook. Yeah. Um, that's great. You could start off with that. Uh, or, or maybe it's 30 minutes, however long, maybe that's your original form of long form content. Um, so let's say that you post it on Facebook, Amy, and then you, uh, you go ahead and let's say, let's say you put five or $10 per day behind that to, to kind of send it out to your targeted audience, whether that's business owners or, uh, podcasters or content creators, whoever that is, you could go put that in front of your correct audience or, or at least who you think would be your desired audience. Now, most people would just stop there. Most business owners and most people on Facebook say, yeah, that's great. Like we, we reached a couple extra thousand people and, um, that's awesome. Maybe we had a couple people messages from it, but I would like to, uh, I would like to encourage you and your audience right now to take this one step further. So instead of just stopping at promoting that one video out to your desired audience, what you now can do is you can set up another campaign or another piece of content. Maybe it's a repurposed piece of content. So maybe it was a 15 minute long video and now you can send out a, um, maybe you have a little, I don't know, like a 15 or 30 second video clip from that video that you sent out. Or maybe, uh, I'm not sure, depending on who's creating this content, maybe there's a before and after, or maybe there's a little quote card that you make from your long form piece of content. And so you can go post that on Facebook and you can set up your audience instead of your quote unquote desired audience and that cold audience that you sent the original piece out to, what you can actually do is send out the second piece of content, the repurposed content, and you can send it to people that watched 50% of your original long form piece of content or maybe uh, anyone that watched uh, 10 seconds of it, or anyone that watched 25% or 95%. So that way you're saying, hey, instead of sending this little quote card out to a bunch of people uh, that maybe have never heard of me, we're gonna send it out to only the people that were already interested in the first piece of content. And so at this point, what you're doing is you're literally creating a funnel and you're nurturing your, your target audience down this funnel. So at first they saw that long piece of content, maybe it was 15 minutes, maybe it was 30. And then what you're doing is specifically showing the same people that watched a certain percentage of that video, you're sending them another piece of content. And then if you would like, uh, depending on how many pieces of content, I mean, you could keep taking this down uh, however many steps you would like, but you can, uh, you can create another uh, piece of content. Maybe, maybe this one is more salesy. So for you, uh, Amy, maybe you say, hey, uh, if you had that 15 minute long video and then you have a quote card, maybe the next one is an actual call to action of anyone that had engaged with the quote card. Uh, and so that way, you know they've already engaged with the first video, then they engage with a quote card, and then on the third one, you're hitting them with the call to action of saying, hey, if you're interested in repurposing your content and seeing how we can help you, go ahead and schedule a call below or fill out this form or whatever. So that way, you know they're interested in those other two pieces of content, so they're gonna be much more likely to do some sort of conversion or sale or set up a call with you on that third piece of content. So ultimately, the cool thing is here is that not only are you nurturing people, 
down this funnel, a lot of people would think, well, man, this might take a lot of money because we have to keep retargeting and keep setting up more ads. But Amy, the thing is, is like what I love that you guys do is you have content. Like that's all your entire business is focused on is content. And Facebook Mm -hmm. is a content site. That's all they want you to do is at Facebook and Instagram is they want you to be uh, pushing out more and more content. And so when you're sending an ad out to people, and you're not sending them to a website, you're not telling them to go to watch your video on YouTube. Like if you're posting that piece of content natively on Facebook or natively on Instagram, and you put money behind that, that's what Facebook wants. And so they will reward you. And so for pennies on the dollar, you can reach so many more people because you're not taking people away from Facebook's platform. Because Facebook, as a business, they want people to stay on their platform. So for pennies on the dollar, you can get people really far nurtured down your funnel. And uh, then it's up to you, whatever your call to action is. But that, that would be one of my best ways that you or your audience can like leverage Facebook ads. So um, a big, like loads of tips there. It's amazing. So you shouldn't post your videos anywhere other than, you know, natively. So put them native into the platform. And then initially when you, so the first retargeting, so let's say you post a video and as you said, then you would set up another piece of content for people who maybe watch more than half of the first video. So is, um, is, Facebook, because that would be a custom audience, a custom audience of people who watch more than half of this video. Because the video was native into the Facebook platform, does that mean that they are generating that audience for you without you initially having planned this funnel and telling it, I want you to track how many people watch this video? Yeah. So they will initially track it, but I I will say that you have to personally set it up. So uh, for instance, Right now, if uh, if you or your audience, let's say that you have, um, maybe you posted a couple videos last week out on uh, on social media. You may not have gone into your, it would be considered your uh, your business manager uh, or your, your Facebook, uh, your ad manager. And uh, you, you can go into this little spot that you can create a custom audience. And so maybe you guys have not created any custom audiences. But if you've already posted that content, Facebook is already in the background tracking who has watched it and how long they've watched it. And all you have to do is go into, if you guys have never set up a Facebook ad before, it's very easy. Uh, but the first step I would, I would say is go to business.facebook.com and you would set up a what's called a business manager account. And whenever you set that up, all you have to do is go into this little tab that says audiences. And in your audiences, then you can create a custom audience And you would do so from, um, there's a little spot that says uh, you could pretty much create your custom audience based off of, and there's a bunch of different sources and you would just click on video engagement. Uh, And and Mm -hmm. so you could just click on video and uh, then you can search which pieces of content uh, from the past or present that you would like to, that you would like to have Facebook create audience from. And then you could say how long that you wanted those people to watch the the video for. And then all of a sudden in 30 minutes, you have a custom curated audience off any piece of content that you've posted already. Wow, it's great. It's amazing the data that Facebook has, isn't it? Like the fact that you could the fact that they're gathering it and then you you know you can ask it to run the report. Um, it's, it's a it's just a huge data business, isn't it? Facebook basically. But um so you so 
we'll put loads of um, tips and advice uh, that you put and then we'll put screenshots and everything in the show notes so that people can see what, what Zach's talking about here. I'll, I'll make sure that we provide some of that step-by-step so people can go in, look at business manager and start to look at building those um, custom audiences. So I found it really interesting you said that you could set up a, um, a funnel whereby if somebody has really liked your video, then let's hit them with maybe a shorter video. So like, like you said, like maybe a 15, 20 second clip, something like that. So do you find that if somebody has expressed an interest in a certain medium, so they obviously quite like video content because they, you know, they watched a certain, you know, decent amount of that video. Do you find that then sticking to the same medium, so then the next is a video content, is better than um, now swapping it? So actually, a long form uh, blog, a long form post, or a, um, a a visual or graphic, is it good to kind of assume that okay, they like video, let's stick with video? That's a really great question, and unfortunately, my my answer is going to be more ambiguous. So, <laughs> um, unfortunately, it's not as easy as that. Uh, one of the key tips that that I've uh, I've heard somewhere, and it's it's kind of stuck with me over the years, which is it's not always about the form of the content. It's it's more so how engaging is the content, and so like you can never have a video that's too long or too short, and you can never have a post that's too long or too short. You can only have a post that's too boring and you can only have a a video that's too boring, right? So if someone watched, maybe you send them, uh, you could also reverse this entire strategy. Maybe you send them a 20 second video clip. And then if they watch that 20 second video clip, then you could retarget them and say, Hey, for the full interview or for the full video, here you go. And you could send them that full video. Um, but you want to make sure that they are engaged from the very beginning. And so, um, some people are naturally better at video than others. And some people are naturally better at writing than other people. And so um, that's just something to keep in mind. And, and oftentimes you could just look at the data behind Facebook. Like maybe you think you're good at, uh, maybe you think that you're good at creating Facebook videos or uh, just staying engaging on video. And maybe you think you're good at creating long form content, but you can just kind of put that out out there and uh, let the engagement behind your post uh, deter if, if you think you're good or not, because people will tell you based off the numbers of how many people are watching it, was this a good piece of content or not? So yeah. it, it, I know that was ambiguous, but it's just true. Some people are really good at one thing and others are, are not. It's not about what the what people like, because some people do like videos, but oftentimes if they like your video, they'll oftentimes be much more apt to also reading a long form post from you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They like you, they like what you have to say and you're, you're the engaging person. And it's funny, there's this meme that I've seen going around on Facebook or Instagram that says um, something like, don't blame the algorithm for your crappy content or something right. like that. But it's basically saying all these people who say, no, you know, nobody engages with anything that I do. So damn that pesky algorithm and it, and, and it don't actually think, but maybe it's also just because it's it, what you're doing is a little bit boring as well. Um, although that's a good question because, um, you know, people complaining about algorithms and, and not putting money on their, you know, to get seen on Facebook and relying on organic. I mean, organic is just got less and less and less reach in, in recent years, hasn't it? But especially this year, I think it's, have you seen quite a, a big decline in, in organic reach? 
Yeah, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. This year in 2019, I have not focused on posting much, uh, much of anything that's organic, at least on Facebook. Uh, for Instagram, I post organic uh, all the time still. And I still get a fair amount of reach, but it has definitely declined um, pretty significantly, actually, uh, on Instagram. And I do have a business profile on there. Uh, as far as as far as Facebook goes, though, like I mean, the last couple years, I have not really experienced any engagement at all organically on Facebook. I, I have to rely on on paid ads on Facebook, which is why I'm in business. <laughs> that's why that's mm-hmm. why my clients are hiring me in the first place. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so you mentioned Instagram. I'd love to quickly talk to you about Instagram. So um, I love what you said about Facebook. And a big thing that I'm considering here is that when we create our content and content for our clients where we repurpose, what you said about you know having that mix of um, longer content, shorter content, et cetera, to funnel people through where it's a similar consistent message and you're being engaging and then ultimately taking people to a call to action when they're far more of a, a warmer kind of hot lead, they're more likely to take action. Um, but with Instagram, um, obviously that's really quite a, di- a different platform entirely. How would you how would you like and what you said about the funnel on Facebook if you were to be going all in on Instagram when you have a regular longer form content like a podcast, video, blog, that kind of thing? Mm, okay, so Instagram is uh, like for me, I, I kind of look at them in the same way, but I mean, I, they, they're obviously different. So for me, like you can still target. Uh, people that have engaged with your Instagram profile per se. So maybe Mm -hmm. you are, uh, if you have the long form video content and you're wanting to figure out, Hey, how can you really leverage that on Instagram? Well, Instagram, there's really only one option to truly leverage long form content on, which is, uh, as far as video content, which is the IGTV. Um, and so then if, if you wanted to focus on that, then you can obviously with the paid ads, if you wanted to use them, you could retarget people that have engaged with certain, um, certain videos or certain posts from your, your Instagram. And then, so you can retarget them, uh, on Instagram again with maybe a normal post, uh, or maybe even a story or something. But, uh, in general, like, I mean, if we're wanting to talk organic, because that's the cool thing about Instagram is that you can still, you can still have plenty of success organically on Instagram at the moment. Uh, you don't have to use paid ads for everything. So as far as like, the content, like what, one of the cool things about Instagram is that it has so many different forms of, of, I, I guess, ways that you could post content. Like you have your stories, you have your highlights, you have your feed posts, you have your IGTV, you have your Instagram live. So, I mean, if you want to do long form content, uh, and you want to do it live, well, you really only have one option of where to post that on Instagram, which is Instagram Live. Yeah. Uh, if you want to do long-form content that's been recorded, well, awesome. Then you could put that on Instagram TV. Um, and then if you want to do a quote post or something like that, or maybe even a little 60-second highlight of that, then you could take that long-form content and then post that into a normal feed post. Um, and then maybe you do a quote post of your, uh, of all of that on your story, and then you could save that to a highlight. So you could literally use that one form of content, that one live video or that one long form video, and you can post in every single capacity, a slightly different variation on Instagram. So yeah. that's something also that's, that's kind of cool on Instagram. You don't have to use as many ads on there to still see success. 
Yeah, I completely agree. Um, and one uh, final question I have for you on that is, um, because the Facebook, the advertising platform, um, cuts across Instagram and Facebook, do you often create custom audiences or can you actually create custom audiences from activity going on on Facebook to then retarget those people? So the people who watch that 15 minute video on Facebook, would you recommend a retarget over on another platform? So then retarget those people on Instagram or do yeah, you not? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. And I totally do that. Um, I was yeah. actually uh, consulting with, there's a, there's a pretty large clothing brand uh, that I was working with last week and uh, we were doing consulting and they were trying to figure out how they can better retarget their audience. And they had a ton of engagement on Facebook but they didn't, uh, they didn't have a lot of engagement on Instagram. But the thing was is that with their cold audience, most people were buying on Instagram. And, mm. and that's something that I've seen with a lot of, uh, with a lot of retail brands is that uh, a lot of people, will, they will like more posts and they will comment on more things on Facebook. It's more of a social platform. Uh, I mean, Instagram is just more aesthetic and Facebook is more social. And so but what we've also found is that more purchases and more actual conversions will happen through Instagram. So that's what, it, that's exactly what we did. Uh, we helped them set up a, uh, an audience of people that had engaged with them on Facebook and we were retargeting them on Instagram. That's really interesting. So um, that, that more sales take place because you wouldn't necessarily think that, would you, if you were to compare the two platforms? You might think, oh, people are more on Instagram. Um, it's just all about the aesthetics. People have more discussions and things like that on Facebook. But actually, that's so interesting to say that actually the more of the sales type activity happens over there on Instagram. So you can leverage both ads. You can use ads to leverage cross-platform um, both audiences basically that's really cool <laughs> right right yeah and i mean if you think about it like facebook it used to be awesome for all of this stuff um mm. and and one because that was the main platform that you could advertise on in the first place but also because less and less people uh well like for instance whenever i first started all of this uh four three and four years ago less people were advertising on Facebook. And so you can get plenty of purchases for a very low cost uh, on, on the ad spend side. But then over time, more and more people started utilizing Facebook. And as far as like the whole ad system goes, the pricing is supply and demand based. So more and more people that are, or the more and more people that are spending dollars on ads on one platform, the more the price goes up to, to get your desired result. Um, and so Instagram, luckily at the moment, there are, I mean, there are still plenty of people that are advertising on it, but there are less people that spend uh, advertising dollars on Instagram than there are on Facebook. So that's also helped. But then there's also the context of the, of the entire platforms, which is Facebook, people are going to go entertain and they're like, they're, they're on Facebook to be entertained, but they, they're also on Instagram to be entertained. Yeah. The difference is that Facebook, they're there to be social. They're oftentimes uh, commenting on more people's posts. They are engaging in Facebook groups. Uh, they're, they're literally there and, and they're building more relationships oftentimes. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes they're just there to watch videos, but still, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then at, on Instagram, people are there to just, they're just kind of looking, they, they it, it's quite literally window shopping, whether or not they are shopping or not. Like it might be, uh, some girls that are posting uh, a random picture of, of them out on a Friday or Saturday night. And it might be, a, a someone else that's uh, posting a picture of them with their family for a certain family get together. Like it doesn't matter. 
people are oftentimes commenting on less photos on there and they're, they're, they're not as engaged in conversation and they're more so just looking at things. And so when a picture of something that like, and this is going back into like retail, which I don't want to get too much into because I'm not sure how, how much of your audience is selling products online. But as far as selling products online, when you post a product on Instagram, you have people's attention that are just looking. And so whenever they look at your product on Instagram, it's not known to just go look at the, all the comments. At that point, it's like, well, hey, yeah, like I'm, I'm open to that because I wasn't really in another conversation. I'm, I'm not distracted with someone messaging me on Messenger. Yeah. So yeah, mm -hmm. let me go ahead and uh, click on this ad and let's, let's see what it's all about. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I've seen as far as like, why Instagram might be better for driving more sales uh, for a lot of retail brands. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to get too much into that because I don't know how much of your audience is selling something specifically online. Uh, I'm not sure how many of them are coaches or anything like that. Oh yeah. It's, it's so interesting though. And um, I'm just thinking about my own behavior on the platforms and I completely agree with you in terms of the, the frame of mind and the fact that I followed through, I think more on Instagram because it's, it's less distracting and I'm more just focused on, on looking and probably more in the frame of mind to just think, okay, I like the look of that. Let's just click on here and see what it is. So completely understand that from my own you know behavior online right. as well um, right. in fact there's so there's so much that I could uh, talk to you about um we could talk forever but um but I think I'll 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 have to I'll wrap up there I would just ask you so two last questions so for anybody who is new to Facebook ads and they're really inspired what would be the one tip that you would give to get started with Facebook ads mm. okay so I would say that a super awesome tip that not a lot of people promote is actually there's a free course um, that Facebook actually lets you like Facebook creates it. It's called the Facebook blueprint or, or the ad blueprint. Mm -hmm. um, so just go search the Facebook ads blueprint and uh, you can search. I mean, you could, you could literally just go learn really anything you need to know about the actual platform of how to advertise on Facebook, uh, how to retarget people, all that good stuff. And it's completely free. Um, if you are looking to take it one step further, because this is the only thing about the Facebook ads blueprint is that they teach you all of the technical stuff. So if you're one of those people that you get caught up in all the technical stuff and you're like, well, this sounds great. And I know what I would like to do. I just don't know how to do it. The Facebook ads blueprint would be awesome. Now for the other people that understand the platform really well, and maybe they have not had success with the platform, that's probably because it's a psychological thing and they don't understand this actual psychology of advertising and the psychology of marketing. And in that case, uh, either go hire a coach or a mentor or start go reading. I mean, there's, there's amazing books on, on, um, on advertising, for instance, like especially writing copy. Uh, there's a great book called cash for tizing, uh, C A. And then the S is actually a dollar sign and then H and then advertising. That's a great book on writing copy. So, uh, if for the people that do know the technical stuff and they've had a hard time making Facebook ads work for them, oftentimes they either are not writing compelling copy or uh, they don't, they're not using the platform correctly. And so at that point, yeah. it's like, well, uh, just go study a little bit more on marketing and advertising and maybe go hire a coach. So th those would be my two options. It, it's, it's one option for one person and another option for another type of person. So 
Wow, thanks, Zach. That's that's brilliant. Thank you so much. And I'll put I'll try and get the links to everything so we can link to those in the show notes. But well, that's fantastic. And then of course I said two questions. So finally, um, where can people go to um find out more about you? And of course, after this, everyone probably wants to hire you as well. But um, <laughs> where can we go? Where where shall we connect? Where's the best place to connect with you, Zach? Yeah, great question. So uh, as far as just connecting with me, if you're, uh, I mean, I'd probably say some sort of social media, obviously. Um, I mean, I have yet to hit the 5,000 friend list on Facebook. So feel free to <laughs> send me a friend request on Facebook or send me a follow on uh, on Instagram and, sh- and shoot me a direct message. Like, let me know if, if you guys have listened to this entire podcast, uh, especially like right now, both for for my sake, but more so for Amy's. Uh, she's, she's trying her hardest to actually create awesome content for you guys on a regular basis. Uh, what I want you guys to do right now is actually take a screenshot on whatever device that you're listening to this on, uh, whether this is Apple Podcasts or whatever you're listening to this on, take a screenshot, post it to your stories, whether that's on Facebook or on Instagram, and go ahead and tag us. Um, so that way I could personally reach out and say thank you. I also have a Facebook ads training. I'd be more than happy to send anyone if they did that. Um, so yeah, that, that would be uh, uh, the probably the best way to personally connect with me. That's brilliant. Thanks so much, Zach. And yeah, um, tag us and I'll reach out and say hi as well. And uh, be great to know what your main learning point was from this episode as well. Um, so Zach, thank you so, so much for coming on the show. It's been a really great episode. Yeah, yeah, you bet. And it's seriously been my pleasure. Thank you so much for <laughs> having me. 